everyone. It's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society, also known as AMSS. And welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, techniques, education, and so much more with very informed guests. So thank you for joining us for this episode. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about education and learn to ride courses specifically. These are super important. And we have with us special guest, Elle West, who's a senior instructor with Motology School based in Calgary. They are one of our four schools that we're partnered with. Very happy to have Elle here. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Leanne. It's great to be here. I'm happy to be here and to represent Motology School and talk about safety and education. <laughs> Perfect. So tell me a little bit about Motology, like how long they've been around and, you know, what they're all about. All right. Motology School started in Calgary, Alberta back in 2014. Um, started out small, just four instructors, got their first full season up and running in 2015, and we've been going ever since then. We now have almost doubled that. We've got seven instructors, and we're mm-hmm. prepared to start classes again this year on April 10th. So we're yeah. excited. The weather's warming up and getting ready to start again. And not like last year where everybody was hindered a bit getting going, which Quite is good to see. Good to yes. see everything's on schedule this year. Mm-hmm. So why is it important that Motology is partnered with us at the AMSS? We think it's a great partnership and we're glad to recognize that there are other people out there who want to help support the riders in our community and acknowledge how important it is to consider safety, to learn proper techniques when you start out, to build great habits and to improve education and awareness for all the riders here in Alberta. And and keep learning because there's an old saying that once you think you know everything, that motorcycle is going to teach you a real hard lesson. Yes. Yeah. Continuous learning is important. Absolutely. In every aspect of life. But the learn to ride course now, it's been a long time since I've done mine. I'm not going to age myself, although it doesn't bother me. Why is it so important to take a learn to ride course? Because I remember when I did mine and I think the last time I was on a bike before that, I was a kid on my uncle's farm. So I didn't really have any solid. So why is it important to take that course, even if you have ridden before? Yes. So our basic course is designed for people who've maybe never ridden a motorcycle before at all. Like all you need to start up with us is experience riding a bicycle and a class five license. So your basic driving on the road in a car license. But we also teach a lot of students who maybe already have their classics or who have ridden a motorcycle before but want to come and improve. Because just like you said, a lot of us in Alberta, we learn on a dirt bike, on a farm or on private land somewhere or from our buddies. Maybe some people learn from a husband or a partner and they're not necessarily teaching you all the best techniques. Um, Like you said, I've been riding for a lot of years and I didn't have a lot of trust that what I was able to do was really the proper way to do things. Becoming an instructor has really improved my riding quite a lot because I'm practicing those slow speed skills. I'm bringing a lot more consciousness to what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, how far I'm looking ahead down the road when I'm riding in the city. And all of these things that we keep talking about in class are designed to build safe techniques so that riders can be safer and more confident when they're out on the road on their own after class. Yeah, I had an incident on the 3A in BC and between um, Creston and Crawford Bay where I didn't make the smartest choice as a rider um, trying to get around a vehicle to get catch up to my friends. I had left my visa at the lunch spot, had to go back and get it. And 
So in an effort to try and catch the ferry with them, I found myself in a situation where that emergency break was extremely necessary. And I had called my instructor from way back in the day and thanked him for drilling that skill into my head in that course, because it definitely saved me. Awesome. Uh, what can someone, it's like things like that. So what else can people expect to learn in these courses? Because you go through everything from like braking and gearing and all of that stuff. Yeah. So we start out with the basics. Like I said, if you've only ever ridden a bicycle before, this is the right place to start. We talk about the motorcycle. We provide some education. And it used to be in previous years, we had a classroom component. So you spent one entire evening just sitting in a classroom, watching slides, listening to us talk and lecture for about four, four and a half hours, which maybe wasn't the most exciting way to teach, but we wanted <laughs> to include that theory. Yes, last year and the pandemic, we didn't want to have classes with a lot of people together. So we've mm-hmm. incorporated that theory into the on-lot training now and also provided opportunities for students to learn on their own ahead of class by just logging on on their computers. So that theory is still included and provided and given examples in real life situations of why this applies and how it's important. And then we also provide a lot of riding time. One of the things that we're happy about with our school and one of the reasons that this school was started was particularly to provide very small class sizes and personalized attention to the students. I was just going to bring that up when you mentioned having so many students in a classroom for your theory stuff. Um, I know that a lot of like some schools out there that we may not be partnered with have a really high ratio. Mm-hmm. And you guys have a low ratio. Why is that so important? Well, it's we decided that because all of us had been students and seen other classes and been to the experience of learning and getting our own license and thought of what are some things that we would like to do differently. And when you're in a large class, if you're not the most confident student, if you're maybe shy or perhaps a little bit intimidated, especially being a female in a class with all other males, mm-hmm. it isn't necessarily the easiest to speak up and ask questions when you have a question. And so maybe you just don't ask. Yeah. Maybe you finish the course without ever getting your question answered, and that would be a shame. Or maybe you're not quite as confident as you could be. So we keep small class sizes on purpose so that we can really focus on each individual student. If we have a class, let's say, of eight students, which would be the maximum we'd ever have at one time, we would have two instructors. So our ratio is yeah. a maximum of four students to one instructor. And if three or four students are doing great and they just want more time in the saddle, they can go. There's lots of space in the lot. They don't have to wait your turn and yeah. stand in line behind the next person on a bike who's waiting to do the exercise. They're actually traveling and using the course the whole time. Yeah. And then the other instructor can focus on the students who maybe need a little bit more practice or don't quite have as much confidence. Or when we notice somebody has some bad habits, we can intervene in that moment so that when people do finish the course, they've got good habits in place. That's yeah. one of the scariest things to me of learning from a friend or a partner or a spouse is that you don't know what kind of bad habits they have, but they may not even know we're bad that they're passing on to you when they're teaching you. Absolutely. I get approached all the time because, you know, we started AMSS and, and, you know, we preach safety and skills and technique and everything. I'm not an instructor, though, yet people are like, hey, can you help me learn? And I'm like, "Mm, I'd rather you go talk to one of our partnered schools because I know I've picked up some bad habits and I should probably go do a refresher course just for fun or an advanced course just for fun. Uh, But it's, I don't want to pass on my bad habits to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like I'll gladly sit down and talk with them before they go through their exam. But I will always, always encourage people to take a course like the one at Metology. 
And I guess with the whole, like, the ratio, although it's beneficial for the students, as you mentioned, it's also beneficial for the instructors because you can really pick out those people who mm-hmm. are struggling and yes. give them that one-on-one. Yeah, we can pay attention and watch as they're practicing the skills and really intervene when need be. And so I think that provides a less intimidating environment, too. Um, so yes. some people learn with their friends, like you mentioned, trying to catch up with your friends or catch the ferry. I think we've all had scenarios like that. And if you're yeah. an experienced rider, thank goodness you've got those emergency braking techniques to put in place when need be. But imagine yeah. a brand new rider who wants to learn and their friends just say, oh, yeah, come with us. Let's go. You follow. We'll lead the way. Well, that new person is going to try their darndest to keep up with their friends, right? And that's the wrong thing to do. Exactly. Wrong thing. Yes. That's dangerous. That's group riding 101 is you either have a plan and a meetup spot or you ride as fast as your slowest rider. Those are your two things. You never push somebody out of their comfort zone, although you should challenge yourself a little Mm -hmm. bit, but never go beyond where you're comfortable. I think sometimes we get excited when our friend wants to join and we forget that for a new rider, they need to slow down and take it easy at first. Yeah. And it could be yeah. completely unintended that we're pushing them past their limit. Yeah, I was lucky when I got my license back in 2007 that I had a really solid group of uh, dads, as I call them, out here in Alberta who were super patient with me as I got going after my course. And, you know, it's it's uh, one thing to take a really good course. It's another thing to have a really supportive group around you that understand where you're at and yes. help you get better. So what is the cost of a learn to ride course? Like, what are we looking at? I know back in the day, inflation has happened since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and our goal isn't to be the cheapest class out there. It's to be the best and provide the quality yes. instruction at a, at a small class size. So our courses right now, the basic cost is 569 plus TST. And that's, and that's pretty standard. Course. I think it is yeah. pretty competitive with a lot of yeah. other schools out there, some with larger class sizes and some with different teachers who are maybe not all necessarily certified to Alberta Transport. That's an important point to also address with the cost is research the school that you're going to. Are their instructors certified through the province? Because everyone at Motology is, correct? That's correct. All of our instructors yeah. are certified, yes. Some people yeah. use coaches or teachers' aids, and they can be helpful. And yeah. um, just be aware that not everybody is certified before you choose the school you want to go to. And so the last part of, like, pulling this all together is booking. I mean, last year, everything was shut down. This year, mm-hmm. we didn't have the motorcycle show where we all get to get together yes. and promote everybody in under the same roof. And without having that bike show, which is key for a lot of the schools to get that booking process started, how do they book and how far in advance should they book or do they need to book? I would say right now is an excellent time to book. We already have some classes filling up. We are starting to open our classes on April 10th. And if you go to our website at motologyschool.com, you'll see a schedule there, which gives you the options of all the times we have classes in April, May, and further on. So you can choose what weekend or weekdays, if you prefer those, to pick your class. You click it, you sign up, you pay, and that's it. You're registered. Easy peasy. Or you can tell the school if you want to. How many days is a class these uh, at this time? Is it still kind of two and a half to three days? Yeah. So it depends if you choose weekends or weekdays. If weekends work for you, then we can do the whole time on a Saturday, six hours, and then another six hours again on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Or if you prefer weekdays, then in the evenings, we have four hours each night for three nights in a row on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Perfect. 
Is there anything that we've missed in our chat about the Learn to Ride course that you would like to highlight still? I think one of the big changes that some people might be considering when they're signing up for a school is thinking about getting their license. A lot of people take a course with the hopes that it will prepare them to pass their class six exam and also to get reduced insurance rates. And it's true, some insurance companies will offer discounts if you've completed a course, but not all of them will. So make sure you call around different insurance companies and ask before you pick one. And does Motology help with booking courses through the province? Because now you like it's been what ten years or so where it's been mandated road tests or yes, yeah, so somewhere around there. I was one yeah. of the last people to get tested on a lot. Yes, I didn't ever have to do a road test. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now it's all mandatory road tests, and that's through the province. So, do you help right. with that? And and do you provide uh, like rental of a motorcycle? Yes, we do. Yeah. So it used to be previous to last year, the examiner would come to our lot. Yeah. So you could just drive up in your car, meet us, use the exact same bike that you had in your class, the one you're familiar with and used to, take that out on your exam while the examiner follows behind you in a car, and then bring the bike back. No extra cost, and it works really smoothly. They did change things last year when um, the registries changed the rules, and Mm -hmm. examiners were only allowed to examine students out of the registry, not out of our school park. So that made it a little more complicated. Students had to find a way to get to the registry and be there with a bike, even though they didn't have their license yet. So we either would meet them at the registry with one of our motorcycles, or they Mm -hmm. could have a friend or someone else follow them or bring a bike for them. Now they've changed back. So Alberta Registries has decided that examiners can do tests from the lot again. Oh, they did change it back. We just haven't finalized all the details. Good. I was hoping they would bring back. Good. Well, if it hasn't happened by, you know, the start of your courses, let me know. We've got Rick McIver coming on the show later, okay. <laughs> later on in the series. So um, something we definitely have been made aware of and have lobbied to have that changed back because it does make it a lot easier for everybody if mm-hmm. you can test off the lot. Yes. Yeah. And so whichever way it turns out to be from our lot or from the registry, we're prepared to help students either way. Awesome. Well, that's great. Elle, thank you so much for your time and your knowledge on this. They're really happy to have Montology on the show. As, as I mentioned at the start of the show, this is one of our four partnered schools. We have two in Calgary and two in Edmonton. That would be Motology and then two Cool Motorcycle School. And up here in Edmonton, we've got Alberta Safety Council and TNT. Between the four of them, you will get everything that you need out of a course and more. We're very happy to work with all of them. To make sure that you don't miss any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, make sure you subscribe to us. If there's a topic you'd like to cover or a guest that you think would be great on the show, let us know. How? Well, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, or reach out to us through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. Thanks, and see you on the road.